everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So before we begin, uh, this is just going to be a pretty solo episode, a uh, pretty solo, as in very solo. Uh, I'm working on getting some interviews uh, with some more people. Uh, sometimes the different time zones can definitely get in the way and which kind of makes logistical planning for the schedules a little bit hard i'm not gonna say who i've got yet but i've got some people in the pipeline and getting a few more as well too so be on the lookout for that and yeah i guess let's it's gonna be a solo episode so it may not be too long and we're gonna have we have a few announcements for the show and then we've got some topics to discuss I know, very, very generic here. And before we begin, let's get some announcements out of the way. A Magic Azubi can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify, and anywhere else your podcast may be. Um, I am sort of working on a YouTube channel again, just probably going to throw up certain videos and, and just audio episodes of the show. And also, Magic Wazubi can be found on, or I can be found on Twitter at Magic Wazubi, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. You can also help support the show by going, visiting the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash Magic Wazubi. And any help you can give is much appreciated because it always goes back to the show. So... Oh, oh yeah. Also, uh, this show is sponsored by LegitMTG.com, the best place to buy magic singles and sealed product out there. And any order over $2 or more has free shipping at LegitMTG.com in the United States. Um, so what has been going on, everybody? It's been actually a couple weeks since I've even recorded a podcast here because the past two interviews, Sky Bills and Zach, were sort of done back to back and gave me just a couple weeks break there. It's been work has been insanely crazy busy for me right now. It's just been one thing after another. And I'm also as of this recording next week, I'm taking a little five day uh, weekend vacation getaway just going to the beach yes here in florida you can go to the beach in february and it's probably one of the better times to go to the beach and not have to deal with humongous huge crowds especially because spring break is coming up soon and then of course when summertime comes it gets even crazier so just gonna probably go to the beach for a few days and just rest and relax because work is kind of kind of getting to me a little bit well i, I guess it's just more of the long hours just having to work. It's not the actual work itself. It's just, I'm, I'll just put it out there. I'm exhausted. All right. I'm just tired. And I just want to go to the beach and get my favorite book and read. I've been reading the Witcher series. I'm on the second Witcher series book and really enjoying the heck out of that. I need to get back to reading all the Dritz books as well, too. And yeah, just, yeah, I just want to go to the beach maybe have some beers and read a book under the sun sounds good to me how about you all that's who whoever else is out there listening you know i'm sorry if you're going through snow and all that crazy stuff it's in florida you don't have to go through that too often so um another announcement i want to talk about is i have a golden ticket that was given to me by channel fireball for 
you for or for me to give away to you all. So if you go to my Twitter page at Magic Wazubi, it is pinned at the top of my profile where I am giving away a golden ticket. Thanks to Channel Fireball for that. And there's already been a bunch of people are already entered. Basically, all you have to do is retweet the tweet and follow me to enter. And it's open to everyone worldwide. So you don't even have to, you know, only live in the U.S. And a golden ticket, just in case you don't know, it is good for any main entry for all of 2020 for any Magic Fest in 2020. So thank you, Channel Fireball, for giving me a golden ticket and very very generous of them to do that i appreciate it very much another little announcement i wanted to talk about is streaming so i have tried to start streaming some more streaming magic arena if you've seen me um mainly on the weekends at least i try i didn't get to do it last weekend just i was tired and just so busy and i've also part of wizards uh content creator program on that so i have a bunch of community codes to give away for that so if you ever catch me streaming uh, you can see me just you know just come to the channel i'll give away some codes to anybody who pops in and says hi um i've got almost a hundred codes now to give away uh thanks to a lot of the challenges that were done and just a lot of cool little goodies so the little codes they give away when you redeem them in magic arena i've seen some people only get like a common card but i've seen other people send me they get gems or rare or mythic cards which is really cool that that's cool that you know it's the definition of a loot box right you don't know what you're gonna get it could be something kind of to something ooh, that's pretty cool so that that is a the content creator program that I'm doing on Twitch and definitely enjoying some of the challenges they've got going out there. Uh, another thing I want to mention in regards to streaming. So if you listen to my interview with Sky Bills, uh, she is a speedrunner. And I can't remember if I talked about it during the interview, but I know especially after we got done with the interview, we talked for well over an hour after the interview. And she convinced me to uh, do some speedrunning. And I finally, 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 tonight as of this recording, got the rest of the cables I needed to do a speed run of Super Mario World. So look forward to that happening very soon. Maybe this weekend when this comes out, I might try to do it that Saturday or Sunday and try to do an 11 exit run of Super Mario World. So basically my whole little setup is I am going to be connecting my Super Nintendo I have a splitter, so I still have video and audio going to my TV, and then video and audio going to the computer. So I'm going to be playing on an actual Super Nintendo. I haven't the actual Super Mario World cartridge. I don't have an EverDrive or anything like that. In case you don't know what EverDrive is, think of it as a sort of blank Super Nintendo cart that you can just load a bunch of ROMs or backup copies into. So I'm going to give that a shot. And I'm going to do horrible on it, but I can't wait to give it a shot and try out. So look for that on my Twitch or my my Twitch and my Twitter that I'm going to try that and just fail spectacularly at it. So that should be fun. Maybe I'll even hook up my Nintendo at some point and do, you know, Mario, Super Mario Brothers 1 or Super Mario Brothers 3, something like that. And... God, is this going to make me start collecting retro games again? Because I kind of got almost everything I wanted for the most part. 
there's just a few little gems I need that are left for my retro collection, Ma- mainly Suikoden and the Philips CDI versions of Legend of Zelda. So I'll be doing that, and then I'm trying to think of any other announcements happening. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Magic Fest West Palm Beach is happening soon. And by soon, I mean it is April 10th. I will be heading over there with a buddy. I will be heading over there April 10th, which is a Friday, and I'll be staying until April 12th, which is the last day, the Sunday. And I am planning on just playing a crap ton of magic over there. And I hope to meet some people as well, too. I will, you know, obviously you can see me announce it on Twitter and all that. And I am planning on trying. I want I hope they do the mystery booster kind of draft or sealed event because I want to at least do one sealed event. And I hope it's the mystery booster sealed event. And I am planning on playing a crap ton of commander as well. I want to play so much commander that my eyes will bleed. So I have plans for that. I am kind of really looking forward to that. I haven't been to a magic fest since uh, Tampa last year. And that felt like such a bust. Tampa did not feel very fun at all. So I'm looking forward to this, hoping to meet some people out there and just play a bunch of magic. And yeah, so look out for me there. I Hopefully, we'll be wearing my Magic Wazubi shirt. And, yeah. So, I guess let's get on to some of the topics here for tonight's show. Uh, I think that is about it all for news. I'm trying to think of anything else new or noteworthy. Oh, yeah. Uh, one other thing I forgot to mention. So, I am, as you all know, everyone who listens to the show should know Pixie Kitten. And we are starting our own little podcast together called Magic for Normies, where we're taking an extremely casual approach to just discussing magic in general. Could be any kind of magic topics uh, from card evaluation to commander to the magic video games to what have you, whatever, from a normie slash casual perspective. We are super excited to start that up. We're going to be starting the first episode this week. Uh, The episodes will be, the video episodes will be going up on her YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. And it will be live streamed on her Twitch channel, Pixie Kitten Plays as well. But the audio portion of the downloads can be found on this podcast feed. If you just look for Magic with Zuby, the episodes will be on this feed. So you may see an extra episode or two pop up instead of the, usual every Friday episode of Magic Azubi, you will, and it will be labeled Magic for Normies as well, just to differ between the two. Um, so yeah, look forward to that, and I also am still working on some RPG companion episodes as well. I have not forgotten about that. I just, I guess it's more like an update new show. So uh, RPG companion episodes, if case anyone is interested, I recently bought the Pathfinder second edition book and I want to do an episode discussing a lot of the differences between Pathfinder and Pathfinder second edition and D&D fifth edition as well, because as someone who is still playing a crap ton of D&D right now, I am sort of, I'm sort of getting at that point where I'm finding fifth edition is lacking a lot of rule sets and that is where i want to start really discussing with pathfinder because pathfinder has a lot of the deeper rule sets that i'm personally looking for and i want to discuss a lot of the differences that i see between the two so that's one episode i'm sort of conceptualizing i've got a few notes written down 
Uh, usually these episodes do take longer because I do try to put a lot more energy into these. And then I do have another episode, the third and final part of my sort of character creation episode, talking about how to play D&D 5th edition and this is more geared towards newer players as well this will that will be a video episode as well so be on the lookout for that um like I said I'm just sort of conceptualizing it I haven't gone to the actual script phase yet it's with with work and everything else just being so crazy it's I just need to sit down and do it um so yeah there's that uh yeah so I think that's about everything. Yeah, Magic for Normies, RPG Companion. I haven't forgotten about that. And let's get on with tonight's topics here. So this first topic has been a topic I've been really itching to discuss for a while now. And with all the episodes and the complete set review and the interviews that I've been doing, I've just been having to push it off over and over and over again. And that has been Magic Legends, the MMO that was announced during the Video Game Awards. Uh, late, it was I think that was December last year, 2019. And so if you saw me on Twitter or you saw uh, what I said on the 10 Street Hooligans episode, I definitely crapped on the idea for it. And because they made it seem like it was going to be, I mean, it's essentially an MMORPG, right? So in case you don't know, Magic Legends is a video game that it has been announced. It's coming out for PS4, Xbox One and PC this year, 2020. And made by Cryptic Studios, who have also been known for making Dungeons and Dragons, Neverwinter, Star Trek Online, Champions Online. So they had they have made a couple MMOs out there. So, like I said, when they first announced that they were making an MMO, I just crapped on the idea because one MMOs, the genre of MMOs, the typical MMOs are sort of just fading away in a sense um, and from what I understand this is a free to play game and which is good which probably what it needs to be because the era of subscription MMOs I don't even know if you could get away with releasing a new one nowadays I mean World of Warcraft has such staying power and then Final Fantasy 14 those are the two big titans of MMOs obviously WoW being number one and so when they announced this, I didn't really like the idea of it because I was really, really under the impression that this was going to be a sort of third person MMO game where it's, you know, over the shoulder, very much like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 and was just kind of like, OK, this, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a look at it, probably, you know, try to withhold judgment on it. But I just don't know how successful this would actually be so last month early last month around january 8th or january 9th they some gameplay footage did finally drop now this was some alpha footage so very very rough looking footage and to my surprise it was a isometric uh, game or it is an isometric game very similar to path of exile or diablo the Diablo series. And from just looking at some of the alpha gameplay, I'm a little bit surprised, to be honest, uh, with how decent it looks. And, you know, I will admit I sort of have a weakness to, for action RPGs like Diablo and Path of Exile. I really, really love that genre. So with saying that, I am definitely 
pretty excited to give this a shot, give it a fair shot. I mean, if it's going to be free to play and it's similar to Path of Exile, where the only kind of microtransactions are cosmetic only, I am all down for that 100%. If they follow the Path of Exile model, this will be a somewhat successful game as long as it is fun. I mean, obviously, as long as it's fun. The the gameplay footage I've seen, I've only really seen the Mind Mage footage. There's only been two classes announced so far. The Mind Mage, which is, think of it exactly like Jace, a blue, a blue mage. And the Geomancer, which is essentially Chandra, a red mage. And from what I'm guessing here, just from looking at the website, it kind of looks like, it looks like there's probably going to be five classes, one for each color. Uh, the next three are going to be black, green, and white. So it's, you know, just think of that. So yeah, one of each color and maybe they release other classes that are going to be like the guilds classes or shards or wedges, which could be cool, you know, mix and match. So essentially what it looks like in the beta, the way you sort of have your spells, at least the gameplay footage I'm watching, it looks like they're playing on a xbox controller so what it looks like they're moving around just fine and they each button the a b x and y buttons are have spells assigned to them and they all have cooldowns so you sort of cast your spells that way by you know pressing one of the buttons casting a spell and it looks like the way you kind of change spells it looks like is a lot of the spells are named after magic cards so something like divine wrath will probably look very you know has energy shooting down from the sky something like negate may stop or slow someone or psionic shatter can try to slow someone down as well too so i i I mean i don't know i don't know how all the spells go but that's just sort of the gist of what i get and it seems like you can sort of collect more cards as well to sort of upgrade your powers now off the bat that sounds a little cumbersome i mean it almost sounds very similar to wolson's or path of exile sort of skill skills that you get you find you know gems or um the the enoraks that wolson has and you learn those skills essentially sometimes they're good for your class sometimes they aren't so maybe there's a way to where you know you find some green spells you're playing a mind mage right and you find some green spells like i don't know uh some ramp card or something like that and it may not be the best for your class but oh man is it a powerful spell now you're sort of like a simic mage right i don't know i'm just making stuff up here there's really not a whole lot of information out there about the game but that could be cool right um so the other thing that is pretty noticeable about the game or or at least something that they have talked about is it seems like they're taking a lot of inspiration from Diablo because one of the things they did mention was they're going to have something like rifts in the game that in, in case you don't know what a rift is, is essentially in Diablo three, when you hit hit max level or you don't even need to hit max level, but a rift is a randomized dungeon where you have to kill X amount of creatures. And when you are done killing 
you know, X amount of creatures, a boss spawns and you kill the boss and it has a chance of dropping really, really good items for your character. And then you clear the dungeon, get a bunch of experience and rinse and repeat. And then rifts, there are something called greater rifts, which provide harder and harder challenges for your character. So they did mention they want to do something like that, which is fine. It it there is at least that gives something to do during Endgame, but that is that has always been one of my complaints about Diablo Three is the rifts tend to get a little bit boring because once you reach a certain item level, like or Paragon level, you're just super strong, and the item upgrades you get are just you know smaller and smaller increases of of how good they can be. And it's just a crap ton of grinding as well, too. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just definitely gets a little bit boring for someone like me. But I can see how people would like it. So, like I said, I I just sort of wanted to bring this up and talk about it a little bit. Because I do know I kind of crapped on it. Just watching this sort of alpha pre-alpha footage, it does look pretty interesting to me. And I definitely implore people to go YouTube, uh, just Google search Magic Magic Legends, and some of the Mind Mage and Geomancer gameplay videos will be up there. And I mean, it looks decent. I hope I get into the beta. I signed up for the beta. It'd be super fun to play. And you know, it's it, it could be fun. Now, I the the other thing that I am a little. I wouldn't say concerned, but just more curious about is, you know, how, what is the story going to be? Is it going to be following any kind of the gate watch or is this going to be its own thing? Um, you know, how is that going to play out? You know, are we going to see some of the famous characters from magic, you know, Jace and Nicobolus and all them out there? I mean, obviously it's super early. We don't know, but it would be cool to see, stuff like that for sure so yeah that, that's about all i can really say about magic legends right now so you know, until there's more info to really discuss with the game i don't have too much else to say about it but i do want to bring up a certain little tournament that happened this past weekend a little tournament called the magic the gathering world championships maybe you've heard of it i don't know but so we just had our world championships and paulo v oh god I'm always going to mess up this name. Hold on, let me find the name here. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Paulo Vitor Dama de Rosa won the entire thing. And congrats on, for Paulo on that. But we're not really here to talk about Paulo. There was an interesting... I mean, well, before I even get into that, like I said, we're not here to talk about Paulo. We're here to talk about his competitor, uh, Marcio, Carvalho, Marcio Carvalho. And if you watch the final match of the game... You definitely notice on that final match, Marcio kept a hand that I think a lot of people were just like, why did you keep that? And obviously he kept a two land hand and had some red cards in hand, but didn't have any red mana in his opening hand and just needed a red mana. And he'd probably be able to, you know, stabilize and win the game. Paulo was playing Azorius Control, which is a very slow deck. But can, as as we all saw, can 
you know, take a lot of games away from people. And Marcio was playing Jeskai Fires, which is a very good and can come out of nowhere deck and just win like instantly. So watching the whole thing, I really thought Marcio was going to win. And then that final match. Oh, my gosh. I even tweeted Marcio. Why did you keep that hand? And I was just wanting to yell at him and shake him like, why? You know, but there was a tweet, uh, tweet thread uh, from Emma Handy and I just wanted to talk about it and she made a lot of good points uh, about you know the mental state Marcio must have been in and you know there are a lot of times where magic players such as myself people that are extremely casual who you know are never ever going to see the world stage or anything like that or ever be in a finals of a GP or anything like that you know where I can't even imagine the amount of pressure Marcio felt externally, but probably also internally as well, too. So uh, just to read the little tweet thread that she posted, uh, feel unbelievably bad for Marcio, and I'm honestly judging the folks making jokes at his expense. I understand why a lot of people don't like him, but I think literally anyone could crack under the circumstances of the tournament he had to deal with. He just played for five consecutive hours and and want and want really afforded much and wasn't really afforded much in the way of human interaction between matches. Sure, there's a non-zero amount of breaks between stuff, but realistically, he had an unreal amount of tension built up without much time to let it dissipate. So, I don't know, watching him mentally unravel in real time was harrowing. His play suffered, and that last keep was a result of several hours of stress climaxing with a final. I just want out of this one way or another. I can't take it anymore. I really don't envy him right now. And so... I responded with very well said and thank you. I, like many other people, probably were wondering why he kept that final hand. And you're right. He had to have been exhausted at that point. And and anyone else probably couldn't have done better. Thanks for the insight. So I just wanted to bring this up and really talk about the mental health that he had to have been feeling. And, and, you know, Emma was really right now that I think back of it, we really did see him start to unravel. And this isn't really to... I guess maybe this is sort of way to showcase and bring awareness to it where, you know, we as much as the chat and even us viewers at home are could be yelling and screaming like, why did you do that? Oh, my gosh. Even. okay, good example. When I watch baseball, you know, my wife will sometimes get mad at me because I'm yelling and screaming at the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, why did you make that play? Why didn't you catch that ball? You know, and sort of a similar comparison can be made to when I'm watching people play magic. Like, why did you keep that hand? There've been so many times I have seen a finals of a GP or finals of a pro tour. And the person who is down a game or two, they keep the worst hand possible. And you're just wondering why. And Emma really brought to light something that I never really thought about that. They just want to be done with this. I mean, think back to when you go to a GP main event, right? And you're playing hours upon hours of magic and let's say you day two right you're super excited you win and then day two you're playing hours and hours of magic again it's it it, is magic isn't a physically demanding game but it is so mentally draining and taxing right i know i have felt that way many times and that's just playing casual magic right there are times where i think the last time 
when I went to GP Atlanta, I want to say, I played, I don't know how much Commander and like Standard and Modern and all that. And by the end of the day, even though I was playing super casually, I was done. I was exhausted, right? And it's like, I don't even want to look at another Magic card, let alone when I think about the amount of hours that professional players are playing Magic at and just kudos to them for that because I could not do that and I've said before in the podcast where pro players they definitely have a one mind or they definitely have a one track mind of just playing the best you can and you know we saw an example of that that where I do feel regardless of how you feel about Marcio and his um you know checkered past and all that it's you know you have to give him props for dealing with that and and, you know props to Paulo too for winning because that those were not easy games some of those games that he won were just barely winning and drawing the exact cards that I need that he needed and that they they were some really good matches but I kind of after thinking back I kind of felt for Marcio there and just yeah it's bad it's bad it's you know I've been put in situations where you know you're you almost sort of throw it like went back when I was doing a lot of martial arts and in fighting tournaments, you know, you get to the final match and you're in that. It is a little bit different because it's very physically demanding and you're just tired, exhausted, hurt and sore and almost kind of want to go home and just feel like you can't almost give it your all. And then sometimes you just sort of throw the match and you're just like, whatever, I don't care. I just want to go home. I don't, I don't care what happens. You know, that that's definitely happened to me. So I can understand that it's, it's tough out there. So I think people out there probably need to be a little bit more understanding, uh, maybe have some more empathy and understand, Hey, you know, it's not always easy up there. And I can't, I, I can't really imagine. I mean, yeah, when you think about it, just like I said earlier, think about not only the external pressure he had to have been under, because, you know, there's over 100,000 people watching him online, maybe even more, right? And there's however many people were there live at the tournament as well. On top of the internal pressure he was probably putting on himself, like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, I can't screw this up now, I can't screw this up. You know, that that's crazy. I almost, if he had kept that hand and his thinking was just, I, I just want to get this done, I don't care. I kind of don't blame him. Because if playing five hours of magic and not having much breaks and many breaks in between, yeah, that could just... And on top of the amount of training he had to have been doing as well, yeah, you kind of just want to get done and over with it. You know, unfortunately, he lost. It sucks. And like I said, congrats to Paulo again. But I, I sort of want to bring that up and just have people sort of have some awareness of the mental health that a lot of these professional players undertake. You know, and it's not always easy out there. And yeah, just because they show up and they're going to win a you know, a lot of money, like Marcio won a lot of money, just even getting second place and all that stuff. Right. But I don't even think it's really about that. It's more the prestige. It's the fact that, Hey, you won. And this was what his, was it his second time he got to the finals of worlds and lost. So that's gotta be really, really hurting your mental health as well too. And I, and I wish him the best to really, I hope he gets out of that funk, you know, cause that could be, you know, that could be damaging too. So, 
you know, Marcio, I mean, I, I know you're not listening to this, but you know, I feel for you. I, I, I get it. I understand. And I hope you do better. I hope you actually, you know, I kind of hope you do make worlds next year and try to take it and win it. Um, never really been your biggest fan or anything, but you know, Emma Handy's little tweet thread sort of helped me see you in a new light. And at the time I didn't really understand it. I was just thinking, why the hell would you keep a hand like that? But I get it. I get, I can understand, you know, you just want to be done with it all. So yeah, I didn't really want to get too deep into the world's talk with talking about, you know, decks and all that stuff, because we do know Azorius control is the best out there, even though it can be so miserable to play. Azorius control can be so miserable to play and play against, but Hey, what are you going to do? So, yeah, like I said, I think that about does it for tonight's episode. Like I said, it was going to be a short episode either way. And I'm hoping that pretty soon we're going to have some interviews going on. And I'm working on lining up some people and be on the lookout for that. And look out for Magic for Normies as well. That's coming out pretty soon. And if not, already out by the time this is out. So thank you all for listening and have a great night, day, whatever it may be. Thank you.